You've attended council hearings in person. You've tuned in to our televised proceedings on Channel 13. Now, you have the chance to listen to us on the radio as we demystify the work of the people who do it. This is not a council hearing. This is Hearing the Council with your host, Josh Gibson. Thank you, deep voice person with a funky backbeat. Indeed, this is not a council hearing. This is Hearing the Council. You can't have a government without a council, so you can't have a government radio station without a council show. This is it. We're coming to you from the train track enclosed nerve center that's the headquarters of the Office of Cable TV, Film, Music, and Entertainment. It's also the historic headquarters of Black Entertainment Television, so it's an honor to be here. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to celebrate this thing called the Council. I'm Josh Gibson, Director of Communications for the Council. You may also know me as the Council's voice on social media, at Council of DC. Here at the Council, our communications goal is to engage with residents in an informative, conversational, and sometimes even enjoyable way. You know if you follow us on Twitter, we're believers in the Mary Poppins School of Communications. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. We want to make it easy for average residents to understand what the Council does. We're demystifying our work and the people who do it. Remember, the DC Council is just like your workplace, except with the dais. On the show, we'll try to keep things light, offbeat, and formal and interesting. You'll learn about policy, learn about people, learn about history, and learn about the institution. Listeners, we've now begun our fifth round of interviews with council members. The older interviews are available, as always, on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. However, our more recent interviews are now also available on iHeartMusic, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, or on the DC Radio app. The earlier interviews focus mainly on getting to know the council members' backgrounds, successes, struggles, and the people who shape and surround them. In the fifth round, we continue to broaden things out, tackling issues that interest the council members and me. And today we have a doozy of a topic. Um, so uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Alyssa. That's Amore. Who is our uh, our guest today. And when I reached out and asked for a topic, I should have known to expect something uh, cutting edge um, since we did DC Music with an in-studio guest last time. But when the answer came back pizza, I have to admit I was surprised. So, Josh, actually, that song makes me think of the movie Moonstruck. Yeah. And that probably should be our next uh, topic, which is favorite maybe DC movies. Moonstruck's a DC movie? It's not a DC movie, but it's a great movie with Nicolas Cage and Cher. Uh, But maybe our next topic should be about DC movies. I. I had not thought of that. You're you're the boss, and and you are truly the boss because, as we've discussed, you are now the queen of hearing the council ratings. You I have hear the I'm highest one. ratings, highest rated single episode in I the history of the show. I wore my sunglasses into the studio. I know, I felt it just was appropriate. To, just to distract <laughs> the fans from lining up outside. But yeah, we're up to. I think it's about 50 episodes. Well, so I want to thank all my fans for listening. Absolutely. Well, keeping it fresh and interesting, and by having pizza um, as your topic, I think you're going to do that. Wonderful. Now, to the folks who only know me from radio, I have to let you know, I weigh 110 pounds, soaking wet. I don't even eat food. I just absorb uh, moisture from the air like a succulent plant. So this will be not just my first time having pizza, but my first time eating solid food today. So you're taking me a little out of my comfort zone. 
that's a joke. I love eating, oh, I and see. I love it's pizza. It's sometimes hard for me to I, discern whether that's a joke or serious. I get that a lot. Okay. Um, sadly, but uh, but anyway, so talk to me about what brought you to the topic of pizza. Yeah, let's talk pizza, Josh. So to give a visual picture. Uh, so first, let me uh, make sure that I don't hit the hazards that other politicians have. I believe that Mayor de Blasio was talking about pizza recently, and he named the best pizza in New York City, which irritated every, all the thousand other pizza, great pizza places in New York City. So I really just want to talk about pizza because the Washington Post, Tim Carmen, one of the food writers at the Washington Post, recently wrote this week about how D.C. is a pizza city and named the area's top 10 pizza places. And I went back into the archives of my memory, and uh, as well as the internet, and went back and found an article. I know you always enjoy talking about my other lives before mm-hmm. I became a council member, Josh. And as many listeners know, I wrote for the city paper uh, in one of those other lives. So in February 4th, 2000, I wrote a story called Pie in the Sky. What's it take to get a decent slice around here? Um, And just to read a little bit for our listeners, you know, I I talked about, well, there are some indignities of district life, like parties on Capitol Hill and Metro uh, closing at midnight, not having a members of, uh, of the House and Senate. But there's one thing that really truly bothered me, and this was probably my fourth or fifth year of living in the district, that I couldn't get a good slice of pizza. You know, and and uh, it really shows again how the city has changed, because I I listed the pizzas that I had access to, and it's really a walk down memory lane. Let's see if you remember these places, Josh. So I said after eating my more than my fair share of yellow crusted trios pizza. Do you know where trios mm-hmm. was, yeah, Josh? Yeah, uh, Seventeenth Street and so, the location Adams Morgan. That's true. Soggy Pizza at Venice. Do you remember Venice? Do not. That was on Connecticut Avenue in Woodley Park. And then there's Grease Soaked Pizza Mart, which I still believe is in Adams Morgan. Oh, yes. They sell a piece or two. The Mega Slice. Uh, And I I could go on and on, but um, there wasn't really a good slice of New York-style pizza. Now, there was other posers. Again, walk down memory lane here. Million Owls. You remember Million Owls? Right. And we might need to agree to disagree on this oh, one. Oh, you liked Million Owls. Right. And, and just listeners, you should know that if you think the council member prepares any less for one of these interviews, even on pizza, than she does for an oversight <laughs> hearing, you would be wrong. Because okay. she and I are both sitting here with printouts of the article she wrote and the Tim Carmen article. Oh, wonderful. So, so well, let me just so I love Million Owls. And um, for as drinks. a venue, not for yes. The pizza. Uh, like I always remember that one of the servers wore a T-shirt, "Die Yuppie Scum." That was one of my favorites. Uh, but let me just say to defend my side that the sentence I have here is "Million Owls." Even when you're drunk, this simply sucks. 
And my argument would be, I think it was Mondays was half price pizza yes, night. That's so right. I maybe that was a bit of a uh, was uh, influencing my decision. So I tried DC Superior Courts pizza. I think actually DC Superior Court has closed its cafeteria or it's severely limited now. That uh, that I considered not bad apparently. There was Valare. Do you remember Valare? I definitely do. On S Street. Um, let's see here. I didn't really think very highly of it. And then Star Pizza, which uh, those who live in Ward 7 know that it was in the Pembrant Shopping Center. Now, I don't think Star Pizza is there anymore. The sign still is. And then I remember, I do remember the distinct Chef Boyardee nature of that pizza. Yeah. Now I want to skip ahead a little um, to your next paragraph. We're following oh, okay. along. If, if you if you have your hymnal in front of you, um, the next paragraph. I would like you to read the entirety of that paragraph aloud, starting with "I've never," because I just think it'll make for good audio. I've never really had pillow clutching, deep REM sleep about it, but I do admit to the occasional daydream right before lunch. The sunburn-like brown skin that you can puncture with a flick of the fingers. The distinct snap of the crust when you fold it in half. The slightly orangey-yellow, small faucet-like drip. And now we actually have some audio here. I got a slice right here. Um, the, the slightly orangey yellow small faucet leak drip of grease that colors the fingernails you now wish you had trimmed the day before. Oh, and the bubble, that beautiful wart somewhere near the crust. That's the slice I lust after. You're welcome, listeners. You'll have that audio forever now. Um, now... So how do you think things have changed? What, and, and also, because we're big into disclaimers these days at the council, did you and Tim Carmen overlap at your time at the no, city paper? No, we did not. Okay, um, so there's no... I was... Oh, my gosh. I, so he's I, not technically a former colleague. No, he is not a former colleague of mine. Okay, just wanted... Disclosures are key, so I wanted to get that out there. Um, but there is no disclosure, so we're good. So what was your take on Tim's article in yesterday's paper? Okay. So, um, well, first of all, we had to eliminate three uh, three of the ten because they're in places like Darnstown and uh, well, non, non Kensington. DC. Yeah, so they're non-DC. Well, so one, one was pre-retrocession DC, which is a slightly different category, but still has to be excluded. Uh, oh, yes. I, as the historian at the table, I will give you that one. Um, so there are seven contenders here. So only one, though, is uh, sells by the slice, and that's Vache. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about now. I have a lot of love for Vache in Ward 3 on Connecticut Avenue. So, But Vache has a very interesting take on the pizza slice, and I have a theory about Vache. So Vache puts the sauce, as you probably know, above the cheese. Right, as one would do in a Chicago-style pizza. Well, we'll talk about that soon, because then there's this Detroit pizza that we need to chat about. But so, <laughs> um, so Vache tastes great when you're there. It's it's delicious. When you put it in a box, though, I I wonder whether the 
insulation of the cheese by putting the cheese underneath the sauce it impacts whether it cools quicker because like the cheese insulates the pizza a little bit more it's like a pizza quilt perhaps that keeps the heat under yes yes that's a very nice imagery thank you so, but so Vache, as I would say, the most old school, and I believe it was mentioned in my 2000 article. So you got to give super big points for Vache for being a long-standing good pizza institution in the city Definitely. and reasonably priced. That's important to me. And their frozen pastas are also lovely. Very good, casa de pasta, I believe. Maybe. Yes. Okay. It's like dueling banjos of <laughs> obscure foodie knowledge. Oh, well, I just, I love, I love reasonably priced food in our city. There's, there's more of it uh, that uh, recently, but, uh, but Vache has been a longstanding uh, good place. And I have to say, I hate to, a lot of the council members when they're on will will not want to name a favorite business because they, like you said, right. like it's with hazardous. de Blasio, but don't want to. there's a lot of good to. places. But I will take that risk in terms of I work for all the council members, and so I shouldn't favor any of the council members over the others. But council member Silverman, whenever she has to provide food at community events or staff events, always provides the good stuff. There's, yes. There's bullfrog bagels at breakfasts. There's an event tomorrow I'm trying to figure out if I can sneak my way into that has Ted's Bulletin Donut Holes and Compass Coffee. Ted, Ted's Bulletin Donut Holes, which and, is... And, that, and that's the mark of a foodie, is you don't just want to bring in two. lenders, generic bagels. And Food is the way to the heart and the way to good policy, Josh. So I'm, that's I'm right why <laughs> that's why I, I do think that, actually. I, I value good... Uh, well-made, tasty, and reasonably priced food. I am always on the hunt for great places. Um, Actually, one of the pizza places that I have not tried, uh, and it's it's truly because I'm I'm not hungry, and uh, when I am in that area is Mama's Pizza in Ward 8 on MLK Avenue, I've been told, is very good sliced pizza. Um, but I'm either there like early in the morning or I've already had dinner. So Mama's is on my list of places to go. Gotcha. Um, so you mentioned earlier you were, and it sounded like you, it was a, a complicated issue. You were going to talk about Detroit pizza, which is new to me right, and to the district. And apparently to people who lived in Detroit. So this has been a trend um, uh, that we have several what is called Detroit Pizza Places. The one that um, Tim Carmen highlights here is Red Light Bar in Ward 2, 14th and R. My understanding of Detroit pizza is that it's sort of like a Sicilian slice. And when I grew up in Baltimore, we would call it a Sicilian slice. So this is a somewhat thick crust, uh, rectangular, so made in a tray. but uh, I guess what, what Tim says, according to Chef uh, Naomi Gallego, is to use Wisconsin brick cheese. She says that's the key to the Detroit pizza. Uh, yeah, it's focaccia-like. So I would say that that is focaccia. I'm not sure that it's pizza, but I haven't tried it, and I am very open-minded 
always interested in new experiences. So I certainly look forward to trying the uh, pepperoni pizza at Red Light Bar. And and I will say what jumped out at me in that one too uh, was they talk about uh, Tim talks about the Wisconsin brick cheese, which re- and says quote uh, which releases oil as it cooks. That oil in turn finds its way to the edges of the pan, putting a crispy edge on the focaccia like pizza. The crackle is vital. And I will say that got my mouth watering. I was reading this prior to lunch. Hmm. Um, and I also should point out, speaking of disclosures, that Tim Carmen has been in my home. Oh, okay. It was a Does long time ago, but I don't interview? think I think we can keep recording. But it just if I was holding you to that standard, it occurred to me a little later that I should point that out. So I'll point out that um, we have a number of wards represented in in Tim's story. We we certainly have represented. We just mentioned Ward Two. There's two Amy's in Ward 3. We have Timber, uh, which is really excellent, in Ward 4. And then there is Della Barba, which I have not tried yet, at Union Kitchen in Ward 5. Or, I'm sorry, uh, maybe it's Selena that's... Oh, no, and Selena. So Ward 5's coming in with two places. But what I noticed, Ward 3, there are two places just in Cleveland Park. Because and Tino's, which well, are like doors away from each other. So there's actually three places in Cleveland Park. So Tino's, which is on Connecticut, mm-hmm. Vache, which is across the street, and then Two Amy's, which is the Wisconsin side of Cleveland Park. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Cleveland Park went that far. But yeah, Cleveland Park is strong in the So in Ward 3 is coming in with three pizza places. Ward 6, it looks like. Looks like Ward 6, 7, and 8 do not have representation. And there's good pizza in Ward 6. Um, as I said, I did not have the best experience of Star Pizza in Ward 7. Um, and as, mm. as I said, Mama's Kitchen is on my list for Ward 8. And because I'm thinking of not a traditional pizza place, but We the Pizza we, is oh, Ward 6. Now, there you go, Josh. That's what I want to mention. So, you know, my issue, so I, I look forward to trying the places uh, that I haven't been to in Tim's article, but I really am interested in the sliced pizza. And I am a fan of Spike Mendelson's We the Pizza um, on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue and, and Ward 6. Uh, because sometimes what's great about it is, say you're going with somebody and you want pizza, but there, you know, I'm, despite everyone thinking that I'm a vegetarian, I'm not really sure why. Uh, I am a voracious meat eater, though conscious of the carbon footprint and the impact of uh, energy, uh, the energy consumption of meat. Um, but I do enjoy a pepperoni slice, which I just did prior to the broadcast. But say you're, you know, dining with somebody who's a vegetarian. Well, that gives you the ability to have a slice. They can have their slice of veggie pizza. I'm usually a pizza minimalist, though I have to say, so I did uh, for the li- let listener, I should let listeners know, we brought in some Wise Guy pizza. Uh, now, Wise Guy is in various locations. They have a Ward 6 location. They're at 3rd and H, which I think would be in Ward 2, if I'm not mistaken. They're also in GW, mm-hmm. and then we don't, we don't really care that they're in Roslyn for this broadcast. We do not. Uh, although, if you live in Georgetown, you could hop the bridge to get a slice f- from them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. There's some great slices in Ward 6, We the Pizza being one of them. Um, 
Do we think that our pizza status recently improved but long struggling has anything to do with the fact that D.C., to the best of my knowledge, is not a hub of Italian immigration the way a New York or a Philly or a Baltimore might have been? Although we did have, as you know, an Italian-American community right near Judiciary Square. Right. Some, so but I feel like We would have hoped for maybe a legacy smaller. there, which is right near, actually, Wise Guys. Um, that probably is a factor. Um, there, there's a lot of great Italian restaurants now in the district. And there now, here we go, Josh. Here's one, uh, Memory Lane. What was the place uh, that had all opera at the corner of New York Avenue and Six, I believe um, Justice Scalia used to go there. Yes, a, lot. a haunt of uh, of Justice Scalia's, and then it went on to be the um, theater festival. That's right. Can we think of the name of it? The, the oh, Av Ristorante. Yeah, I'm AV. trying to think of the name of the theater festival. The, the uh, art Fringe. festival. Fringe. Yeah, yeah, Fringe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, Av's. That place was. So they had pizza. Their pizza wasn't bad. They had a great bar. They had this beautiful marble bar at AV, and I and at least my memory is they only played opera. I think that's I think that's right. I think that's and right. That was, a great was place. an opera fan as well as Italian American. Yeah. Um, so a couple questions. We're already running short on time. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, host prerogative. I'm going to list my favorite pizza places. Okay. Only one of which is in DC, sadly. Um, which is I don't know if you've tried Aster. Which from when you worked in Adams Morgan, Mm -hmm. you know, they do uh, Mediterranean food, Greek Greek. food, but their pizza is actually pretty darn tasty. Now, I I don't think they do slices. Greek pizza is generally sweet, has a sweeter tomato sauce. I don't remember that being true because I wouldn't like sweet, sweeter Mm. tomato sauce. Okay. So, anyway, so Aster is on my list of places I like. No, not by the slice, I don't think. And then three, I grew up in Montgomery County. So this could be some oh, nostalgia Leo? speaking, but no. Um, stained Glass Pub by the Glenmont Metro. Oh, yes. I've heard of Stained Glass um, Pub. Sold Italia, a little further from the uh, the uh, Glenmont Metro. And Amalfi's in Rockville, which had a fantastic white pizza, oh. which is its own thing. Um, but anyway, just listeners, uh, if you feel like a road trip, um, yeah, sadly outside D.C., but I wanted to throw those out there. Um, so have you ever shared pizza with any of your colleagues? Have you ever sat down with a colleague over pizza? I want to answer yes. Um, and do you know, are there any other fellow pizza? Uh, if you're a listener to this show, you know you would know of at least one, which I will share with you shortly if you don't come up with it. Pizza aficionados. Yes. Uh, well, David has an Italian-American family, I believe, so or yeah. heritage, so uh, that makes sense to me. And I, he also appreciates good food. And grew up on a farm, and apparently they made their own tomato sauce. They would jar it in the summer and eat it forever and ever. And he said he, after they moved off the farm, I think it was three years before they finished the tomato sauce, they had uh, bottled before they left. And he is not an eater of sweets. So on his birthday, his mom would make him a birthday pizza. Oh, wow. I'm not a big sweets eater either. Um, so I did not know. We were sitting together earlier today uh, waiting for a fiscal impact statement to mark out some bills. I should have talked to him about pizza. Absolutely. I think you guys can bond on pizza. Um, so, okay, so I think we're going to move. Do, do you have any final comments on pizza? I think we got to... Uh, most of what I wanted to cover. 
Well, I'm just excited that we are a good pizza town. I do think there's room for more sliced pizza. Um, it, you know, it's just it's a terrific uh, food. Food, you know, you have vegetables. You can't have vegetables and delicious bread. And, and I think this is the question I pondered 20 years ago: is is it the water? Right. So. I know that's a theory for the bagels in New York. Well, it is it's the a water. bread product. So, you know, is the water a factor? Is DC water a factor, perhaps, in our pizza uh, deficit? And I think the answer now is firmly no. You can use DC water and make delicious pizza, great bagels, as you mentioned. We have more and more bagel places. Uh, I would still say on on sub sandwiches, and you know, depending where if you grew up here or if you grew up in Philly, I guess it's a grinder. I would still say there's a lot of room for a really good Italian sub sandwich. Like I have to say, one of my favorite places, and I'm heartbroken it's closed, is Philly Wing Fry. I don't know if you tried Philly wing fries, cheesesteak. Oh, Josh, you are missing out. It was so delicious. He had two locations. Um, this is, uh, I think it's Kwame Awanuchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, Kith and uh, Kin. And- he has Kith and Kin now, but he had... Uh, two uh, cheesesteak places, one in the Whole Foods um, near the baseball stadium, I guess it's Navy Yard, and one at Union Market. And so just like I wrote in my pizza story, I, after I had his cheesesteak sub, I dreamed about this. (laughs) It it was so good. The, The bread would have made it even better. Like it was okay. But uh, but the, I, I hope he reopens Philly Wing Fry because that was just a delicious sandwich. Yeah, it's a shame that I missed it. But like Bub and Pops in Ward 2 on eight, uh, 18th and M, that's a delicious sandwich. Yeah, I don't know if do you've ever work. been oh, there. I, I definitely have a little, oh, little yeah. hole in the wall. Sadly, I'm going to have to pull us off food and go oh, to the no. fun closing questions. Okay, here we go. Because I think you're going to love this one. Yeah. Um, so the last episode we did, the who do you think would be the best council member for this or that odd job, assembling mm-hmm. Ikea furniture or you know, that oh, kind Charles of stuff. Oh, Charles Allen, definitely on the Ikea um, furniture. Now we're going to take that another step. I want you to build a good Frankenstein monster council member out of the best parts of your colleagues. So I want you to say, if you were building a perfect council member, mm. take parts of your colleagues. I mean, they're not perfect already. Well, in their own way, they are. Um, but I want you to take, you know, X's sense of humor, X's Drop wisdom. Drop the mic, Josh. I don't yes. think I can do better than that. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're someone who actually will answer this question without being afraid you're going to hurt anyone's feelings by uh, Well, I'm going to emphasize out. the many strengths of my colleagues. Oh, you're to come on. You're not going to. I am. Pick Everyone has good Mary, strengths. But you're not going to say Mary Chase's sense of humor. Or Actually, Mary such has a, I sit next to Mary on the day. She has a very good sense of humor. She loves cat videos, by the way. <laughs> okay, I don't think loves you need that. Loves cat videos. Oh, get her going on cat videos and weird animal stories. Okay. Yes. See, there's a lot that you don't know about uh, the it's council. True. It's many more episodes. But you're But you're really leaving me hanging on the. Someone's institutional knowledge, someone's honesty, someone's... 
Oh, I mean, I think there are many strengths. Um, and just you can do former council members as well, if that helps. Oh, well, that would really be wide-ranging here. Uh, well, let's see. I, well, as I, I sit next to Council Member Che, I, certainly her knowledge of the Constitution. She she always thinks I'm making fun of her because I'll say like, "Okay, Professor Che," but actually, it's extremely helpful. We were just having a discussion about false the False Claims Act and key tam lawsuits. Not something that's generally a part of dinner party conversation. And Council Member Che was just able to explain it to me in very plain English what it was. Uh, then Council Member White uh, sits on the other side of me, and I would say, well, he's a tea this drinker. Will be, this would be Trey Council Member Trey on White. He's a tea drinker. Um, I'm trying to think of something great. Uh, he. Well, he does have a very good sense of humor, especially uh, in text messages. He he's very funny, um, and uh, I don't know. You want to pick out a council member, and I'll tell you what the, that, what I think is the strength. That sounds profoundly risky to me. <laughs> and and actually, we are running out of time. Council so member might... Todd, terrific dresser, yeah. um, right? Always put together, coordinated. Um, you know, Councilmember Bonds, a lot of people don't know she was a chemist, I think was all but dissertation and maybe got her dissertation PhD from Berkeley. Yeah, she and, and Mayor Barry were our two scientists That's in right. terms of academic training. Um, and, uh, okay. So and I'm last... only picking my side of the dais because, you know, know, on the other side the of the dais, as you know from photographing. What is the deal with your photographs? You always catch us in these weird positions and facial gestures, Josh. Here, is, is there here's the some story. kind of logic and there is to this? a story. There oh, is. Okay. There is. Right. That I'm not allowed to favor any council members. So my photos have to feature all 13 council members, which is impossible in a single photo from one end to the other of the dais. So I have to take 13 individual right. photos during every council meeting. So I take a bunch of pictures of each of you, but to get 13 keeper photos at each uh, meeting is uh, is tough. But I have to say there are fans of those photos because they are a little like vignettes of, of the, meeting. the meeting. And yeah. Yes, that's what I, I was wondering, whether you're trying to tell a story through those 13 faces. Usually not. Usually not. I try to smile the entire meeting because I know you're there snapping photos. And you are one of the more photogenic council members. I will oh, not list thank the you. people at the other end of the spectrum. But sadly, I'm getting the wrap it up signal. Oh my uh, goodness! From, we have, from, can we from go Jessica, back to our pizza? engineer, who got her own. We piece gave of Jessica pizza. a Thanks slice. So we want to keep everyone happy. To the council member who brought pizza for us and for our engineer here at DC Radio. So. Anyway, folks, sorry, but uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. And who knows what Councilmember will think of for a Well, we're doing movies. We're oh, doing no, movies. Right. We've already for decided. Round six. It's already done. We'll get to work. Well, thank you, listeners, for joining us. Tune in again next time. We're at DC Radio at 96.3 on your HD4 dial or at dcradio.gov. I'm Josh Gibson. And this is not a council hearing. This is Hearing the Council. Thanks very much. Enjoy Thanks, pizza. Josh. Enjoy pizza, people. Bye.